Exodus 17. So, in the last two chapters, they went out into the wilderness, they cried out for water, they complained against Moses, and God gave them water. Um, and that was the bitter water turned clean. And then they were, a, a while later, they were hungry. Instead of calling out to God, they they were angry and they grumbled against Moses. And Moses said, why are you complaining at me? You should be taking this up with, with Yahweh. And, uh, and so then he went to Yahweh and God gave them food. Chapter 17 is a repeat of chapter 15. <laughs> the entire Israelite community, they went out. And this time there was no water. So it wasn't even bitter water. And the people complained again to Moses and they said, give us water. And Moses said, why are you complaining to me? Why are you testing the Lord? Or why are you, why are you Nassah, Yahweh? So Nassah is a, it's the testing. It's the, why are you revealing what is the true nature of Yahweh? Uh, but the people thirsted there for water and grumbled against Moses. And they, it's got some examples of their grumbling. So Moses cried out to Yahweh. And so Yahweh said, take some of the elders and take the rod that you struck the Nile with, which I think up to here, they've called it a staff. So I, I didn't look up the translation on that, but here it's translated rod. And it's interesting that um, this is the one where um, Yahweh said, hold your hand out over the river and, um, and it'll turn to blood, but he struck it and it turned to blood. So now, um, Yahweh is saying, take it and, and hit the rock, strike the rock, and water will come out. It's almost like this is a setup for the next time this happens, that God is, God is asking him to listen carefully and trust his every word. And he does. Yeah, he's a, so he did it. And they, they named the place Masa, which is, sounds very similar to uh, Nasa, which is the test. And uh, Meribah, which is um, the, that's the, the, the rib, the rib or rub in the middle there is the word for um, complain or grumble. Because they complained and they grumbled against the Lord. <clears throat> and they were asking, "What it, it, is Yahweh among us or not? Which is crazy after everything they've been through that, I don't know, did they think he just took off? I mean, it, it had only been a few weeks or months. <sighs> so, there's that. Then, um, verse 8, it's a very, you know, it's a subsection here. It's very much of a shift. Um, when they were camping at uh, Rephidim, the Amalek came and fought against Israel. So the Amalek, Amalek is actually the name of one individual, and he is most likely dead at this point because he's like third generation from Esau. Um, so Amalek would have been the name of the descendants of Amalek, much like Israel is not actually the man Israel, but the descendants of Israel. So Genesis thirty six twelve. If you want to go look up, it's just you know list inside of a list of names. And they attacked Israel, and Moses told Joshua to select men 
while he stands on a hill holding the staff of Elohim in his hands. Um, what's interesting then is that Joshua did as he, as he was told, and he fought against uh, the Amalek. While, um, while Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up to the top of the hill, and while Moses held up his hands with the staff, Israel prevailed. But when they didn't, Amalek prevailed. And so it doesn't take long holding up, even, even, even without a staff. Try holding your hands above your head for five minutes, um, especially holding anything. Uh, so his hands grew heavy. They put a stone under, under him, and he sat. And Aaron and Hur supported his hands, on one on, uh, one on one side and one on the other side, so that his hands remained steady until the sun went down. So Joshua defeated Amalek and his army by the sword. And then Moses, he set up an altar. And this altar is, um, he, he named it uh, Yahweh, Yahweh Nisi. Um, Yahweh is my banner. And the, the word banner there is my, my standard, my, um, I, the, the lifted up thing, the, the icon. And yeah, the, the the prominent, visible, lifted up thing. It's really the, that's what Nisi means. And so Yahweh is my Nisi. Um, and so, and, and he said, indeed, well, okay. So this verse, there's a whole lot of little square brackets, which indicates that they filled in a bunch of extra words. And so in this, in this translation, it says, he said, Indeed, my hand is lifted up toward the Lord's throne. The Lord will be at war with Amalek for, from generation to generation. And so whenever there's a whole bunch of square things, I take a look at what, what it actually is. And it is a lot shorter than that. It's like four words for the first sentence, and then the rest of it is pretty close. But I look at a whole bunch of different translations, and a lot of translations, um, they do a lot of creative interpretation on this verse. Um, so if you look at, like, literal translation, which I thought that, you know, HCSB is generally pretty literal, uh, word for word. So Moses said, because Yah has sworn, exclamation point, end of sentence, he will have war with Amalek from generation to generation, which seems like that's pretty short and to the point. And actually, it is the Yah, um, it, this is the, the first time that I've seen Yah used um, not poetically, but it is used emphatically, um, because there's actually an, like an exclamation point in the Hebrew, which is cool. Um, and yet it's translated as, my hand is lifted up toward the Lord's throne, which is it's definitely the word... Yah has sworn is like, that's what it is. It's confusing. I don't know why it was translated like that. I feel like there's got to be some commentary on why people are so confused. Um, there are a bunch of prepositions and other words in there that are, I don't know, might make the tenses weird, but I don't know, interpretive interestingness. Um, and maybe someday I'll understand. <laughs> um, so, I also had this observation that it, it wasn't, 
like it didn't say like this root word is this root word but in hebrew a lot of words are um they're similar and they're rhyming they're the way that they do rhyming anyway where the consonants are the same and that's what a hebrew rhyme is the consonants are the same the vowels change and i just found it really interesting that um nasa is the test it's the the, the showing of what showing the real character, revealing the real character. Um, and Nisi is the banner or sign that is revealed and lifted up. And so these two, you got the Nisa and the Nisi. And it, it, I don't know, is it too much of a stretch to say that these words are related? I don't know. Um, I thought it was interesting that after the test, um, after the Nisa, they they tested Yahweh, and Yahweh Nisi, he he was the banner lifted up. Which, um, it's almost like when you go through the test, it will either show that you are lacking, that you are self-focused, and you are trying to do it on your own, or it'll be a Nisi, it'll be a banner, it'll show that you um, have your hands lifted up to Yahweh. Um, also, was wasn't Jesus the ultimate Nasa Nisi, the ultimate test and revealing of character, revealing the character of God, and the ultimate lifting up? So that was interesting. So, yeah, that's that. <laughs>